cheap seats but then I'm like mm, do I really want yeah are a lot better than this so. so it's a balance but all in all as a show SummerSlam was dope um what else um Raw at that time I guess that's when Paul Heyman really took hold what's his name still hasn't taken hold was that when Sasha Banks came back no Sasha Banks came back last week that was last week okay so going on and going on it's been a blur for the there's been the 24-7 storyline going. Yeah. There's been the Roman Reigns storyline going. And um, Becky Lynch, all that stuff. Seth Rollins has a storyline going. So let's we'll get into all that. First and foremost. Did we, wait, hold on before we get into that. Did we talk about the WWE 2K commercial? No, we did not. Okay. And I don't think I've seen it. Yeah, huh? yeah I sensed it. Did you? Yeah, Becky Lynch. It's like a formal party. Well, we might as well talk about it. Okay. Uh, so, he says he hasn't seen it, but I'm pretty sure I sent it Because when I saw it, I was just like, oh shit, I gotta send it to Jesus, so I must have sent it to you. Anyways, so it looks like a formal party. So you see, like, Stone Cold's there. Everybody's in tuxes. Right. Stone Cold's there. Um, Shawn Michaels. Um, uh, Braun Strowman. What's his name from NXT? Velveteen uh, Dream. Oh. Okay. Um, they're all just chatting it up, whatever. And then all of a sudden, the roof falls in, glass everywhere. It's Becky Lynch, straight down in the center. Everybody kind of stops, looks. You know, Paul Heyman's like, oh, what's going on? Yeah. Um, I did see know, this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did uh, see this. She takes Hulk Hogan's champagne glass, takes a sip, shakes hands with Roman. She's on the cover with Roman. With so, Roman, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they buck up together at the end. Yeah. yeah. So what do you think of it? Okay. I thought I thought the way they did it was dope. Uh, I saw the behind the scenes that was dope too the concept of it so yeah I liked it what was a little different for me was like when like she came down and linked up with Roman mm-hmm. I was like I wonder why they didn't choose Seth for that was Seth on the cover before I don't think so no well Roman's I think Roman coming back cause you have to remember they developed the game yeah a little bit earlier they probably started developing the game earlier in the year you know, he made his comeback. Back before WrestleMania when he came back and yeah. she started heating right up. Yeah, so I think that's a bigger story than the two of them together. Okay. Uh, that makes sense. But yeah. That's what it is. Oh, really dope. 
graphics look dope. I've never got into those games. Oh, man. Like, just too many, like, buttons nowadays that I just can't do this stuff anymore. Yeah, I was I was kind of turned off when they started doing the pin. They, they started doing away with the button mash for the pin. It was more strategic. It's more of a press and hold. This is, to, yeah. Gets into the, um, but other than that, I, I liked it. Yeah. That well, that and like John Cena being damn near unbeatable in the fucking game. <laughs> uh, other than that, I think it's dope. I think it's I think it's always been dope. They've always progressed. Uh, they've always gotten better. I've been a fan of those games since Here Comes the Pain and my go-to with uh, Brock Lesnar on the cover. Um, okay. So, yeah. All right, you actually made me think of a question. I had to write it down just to be sure. Sure. Um, it's probably gonna become a topic, but. What do you think of, I think it was Vince McMahon saying it, that John Cena is the best all-around WWE wrestler he's ever had. Superstar. The best. Over Hogan, over The Rock, over Stone Cold, over Undertaker, that John Cena is the best. Makes sense. Makes sense. I mean, when he was feuding with Hogan, he started um, saying that... um, or it wasn't just him. It was kind of the staff, I guess, saying that Stone Cold sold more merchandise than Hogan ever did. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's kind of one of those things where he kind of has to protect the company's name and and boost up another superstar over Hogan. Okay. At the time Hogan had left. Um, I think it's one of those things where he's never had that conflict with Cena. Keep him in good graces. Yeah. He's been the standard bearer for the past fifteen years. So it makes sense. Um, yeah, the him and time, him and I heard that was a big thing. I think uh, Hogan's run was about ten years. Yeah, the thing with so Hogan it wasn't was, as long as Cena's. It wasn't. Pause. Um, it wasn't. <laughs> but um, I mean, I think I don't really think you could say anybody has sold more merchandise than Hogan ever. Okay. I don't think you could do that. Like, um, who was breaking it down? Honky Tonk Man. I saw. A shoot with Honky Tonk Man where he was talking about it and he was just like it's not even possible it's not physically possible to sell more merchandise in and and this was up and he, he was really talking about Stone Cold's run from like 97 to about 02 okay you can't really say that about cause that's what they were saying then to Hogan from like 83 yeah. <laughs> to like 93 94. I mean, you're not, you're not with the with the amount of stadiums they were doing, the house shows, all that stuff wasn't. I'm trying to think of like how much real merch, like WWE, like Hogan had his own real merch, but I believe the wrestler, other wrestlers had like their faces on shirts type thing. Yeah, but not like Hulkamania just alone, yellow and red. Yeah, yeah. You kind of, you don't have to be a wrestling fan to be a Hogan fan. That's true. That's true. He was was bigger than He was like a Schwarzenegger. If if Arnold turned around and put merch out himself, they probably would have been neck and neck type thing. But okay. So back to. um, But I think think you can say that about Cena because. That he is the number one? Yeah. Just because of like how long his run has been. He's never. I was shocked when he said it. He's never really taken breaks. Serious time off for injuries. And most times he always came back earlier than his injury was announced. So. No, it makes sense. It makes sense. It just it came to mind. But, um, yeah, so back to uh, Raw and SmackDown. So, first storyline we want to highlight is the Roman Reigns, who done it. 
<laughs> the Roman Reigns who done it. If you don't know, the past three weeks what happened is Roman Reigns was doing a interview in the back. He's been the victim of attacks. Somebody tried to push some boxes or whatever on top of him. It fell on top of him, but he was still able to crawl out from the bottom. They didn't know who it was. So then the next episode, the next time they come, they say it was Buddy Murphy because a picture came online, which I heard was fluke. If that picture didn't come online, That's Buddy. Yeah, <laughs> if that picture didn't come online, Buddy, Buddy Murphy wouldn't even have been part of the story. But because that picture came online, and all the people were like, "Was it Buddy Murphy? Was it Buddy Murphy?" They, they had to put him into that. it. That's still dope, though, that yeah. they took that and so yeah. he he became the Starbucks cup in the game. Of yes. Thrones. So I'm gonna kill that motherfucker. By the way. <laughs> so Buddy Murphy gets confronted by Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns push him up. Who did it? Who did it? He says it was he says it was um, Eric Rowan. So then, next episode no, actually, was it that episode that he fought? No, no. So next episode, Buddy Murphy gets to fight against Roman Reigns. Buddy Murphy gets attacked in the back by Eric Rowan. Oh, no, sorry. That goes into SummerSlam. So, SummerSlam, Buddy Murphy was having a match with Apollo Crews. Eric Rowan runs down, beats him up. DQ, win for Buddy Murphy. Beats him up, sells him to keep his name out of his mouth. <laughs> so then, on the next Raw, Buddy Murphy gets it gets a match with Roman. Kills it, like, kills the match. Like, Buddy Murphy's like a new, one of the new stars that they're hoping to push. It looks like it. But, yeah. So then, Buddy Murphy gets... Confronted by Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan, why did you say that? Da, 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 da. He says to them, he lied. Keep it going, and we'll be right back. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> so Sorry. he says to them, he lied. Oh shit. Um. So after that, um, what happens? After that, then the next week he has another match. That's against Brent Daniel Bryan. He wins, but before that match. Roman Reigns goes to him and says, yo, did you lie? He's like, yeah, I did lie. I really did see Rowan, uh, Daniel Bryan, and Eric Rowan doing their whole thing, talking about um, they're going to figure out who really did it. So then the last episode, yeah, they have they somebody. The they bring him to the back, put a freaking which, thing over his head, a hood over his head. Which was hilarious. By the way, who's going to sit there with the hood over your face <laughs> all show, whole time. just sitting there? So the big reveal at the end is it's a random guy that looks exactly like Eric Rowan. Yeah. And if you watch that clip, actually, if you watch the YouTube clip of it Mm -hmm. and go in the comment section, there's a bunch of people saying they cut that quick because it looked like they were about to bust out laughing. Yeah. If you look at... um, All their faces staring at each other. Like, they probably... That was probably the best take. (laughs) That's funny. Because all they're doing is looking at each other. Like, what the fuck? But, yeah. So, what do you think of the whole angle itself? Do we know who this person is? No. But to me, I'm like, is that... It might not be somebody who was... I don't know. It's like Braun Strowman type thing. Like, Braun Strowman, he didn't come up in the indies. He wasn't really on NXT TV, so they didn't really know him. So, when they brought him to the the main roster, he was just new. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, to me, I'm like, is this guy kind of like that? Is he just new? That nobody really knows. Possibly, him and Rowan do some twin shit, twin magic. <laughs> I wish it was Luke Harper. Yeah, that would make sense. But that would make sense, but it'd be kind of stupid. 
Because why they always keep those two together? You know what I mean? They're Eric good together. And him, they're always yeah, they're good. They're but good together. I know what Luke Harper, his whole gripe was he didn't want to be stuck with like the white family type thing. That's why when he was able to do his run and get the intercont- intercontinental belt, he was happy. Yeah. But then he got pushed right back into the white family thing. I, I don't think he was. I don't think him on his own is good. He's cool, but I don't think I don't think you can get a sustained run from him. It's not right. like Kofi. Like I'm surprised they're still running with Kofi as a champion. I mean, he's good solo, but just like everybody else in New Day, oh, they're they saying he's the worst champion. Like on paper, like, yeah. looking at numbers, he's the worst champion. Like he's the worst drawn champion. Like he's like worse than Kevin Nash, like Diesel. But it works though. It does. It, it works. I mean, like New Day works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He still he can still go as as a as a singles competitor, but you'd rather see New Day together. Right. I think you'd rather see some something like the Wyatt family together. So that's true. But not not now. Mm-hmm. Not with the Bray shit. So segueing off the Roman Reigns storyline, um, to me I'm kinda like I wanna see where this goes. Who's this guy? Was it them just trying to like screw around? I wanna see what it is, you know? Yeah. But yeah, so we'll see where that goes. But segue into the whole Bray Wyatt. There's no way I want to see him with the White family. There's no, no, way. no, no, no. That time is bad. But I'm saying, I'm saying those two together work good in a faction. Yeah. I don't know if you want to see them. I mean, when they repackaged them as the tag team and they had the whole mask, yeah, 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 that yeah. worked. That did. And I think if you built them stronger, they could. They actually did a good job building them together. They for did a minute. They even had the belts. Like yeah. they were all right. Like people got it. If the hammers were kind of fucking stupid, but the hammers were overboard. But outside of that. It's cool. And their cane. They shouldn't have had those cane-inspired yeah. costumes, but it's what it is. But it was all right. But Bray. Well, let's get it to Bray. So, he did it again. And I like the fact that they had Lawler run out the ring. Yes. Actually, we got to bring it back because it's been a few weeks. So before last week no, was SummerSlam was the first time he came out. Yeah. Um, that's when he went up against Finn Balor, Finn, yeah. crushed him. It was a wicked match. His entrance and that's exactly how you're supposed to start building him. Exactly. And you can go back to the feud later with the demon. That's true. And then, so... Maybe they're doing it right. The Raw and SmackDown, no sightings. So then the week after, uh, I think that's this week. Was SummerSlam last week? Yeah. Early last week. So, yeah. So, Raw this week, Lawler came in because he was covering for, um, what's his name, Corey Graves. He's on vacation. Yeah. So Lawler is supposed to do a King's Court whole thing with um, Sasha Banks. Yeah. So with the whole King's Court, he was calling out Sasha Banks. Then his music that, or not was well, not the. It's music. not even the music. Like it's not the music first. It's the the lights. It's the sound of the lights dropping. Right. And Lawler's like, oh no, I know what like, happens nah. here. Like who did he already get? Bray got Mick Foley, and before Mick Foley was Finn Balor. So you see, so it was dope that they used that 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 angle with Jerry. Like he saw the lights go, he's like, "Nah, be." Yeah. But he takes off. He goes to the top of the ramp. Yeah. And out the background. And Bray's still using the mandible claw, which is dope. That is dope. That shows that Bray and Fiend have two different finishes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause well, he, he did. He first came. He used the sister, sister Abigail, Abigail. Yeah. But as soon as he did the mandible claw, claw to Foley. Foley, he was like, "You know what?" This is that shit. Because that's how I think that's how you finished it with um, the match with Finn Balor as well. It wasn't a sister Abigail. He used the mandible claw. Yeah. So, yeah. So he gets Jerry Lawler. This shit is just 
he's like a legend killer. <laughs> he's a legend killer. If he's you're a demon a, killer. <laughs> you know, he's a well, demon yet, killer. Right. Like, the legend... Like, I need... I need... The next one to come in has to be Kane. You know what? He has to kill a demon and a legend. I, as bad as it may sound, I'd like him to go out someone vulnerable. Who? Becky Lynch. That'd right? Be trippy. But... That he doesn't. He doesn't complete it. Somebody rushes in, yeah, and gets it. Because well, then, you did, then you really, yeah. See, in doing that, that means it has to be a world title run. Ah, uh, no, you can't go that far. That's why. They have to that's why they don't want to do can't, that. Then. They can't, can't do that. that. They don't want to push that already from now. You know, because they've done that before. But in that way, who are other women, men, tags? There's Andrade. It depends on who Leave you're. That alone. Yeah. It's, um, um, if you want to go super silly, you can go Drake Maverick. Right. Somewhat. Right. If you want to push him serious now. Or do you want to keep him in? The they don't really push him serious the same way. They keep him in 24-7. What else? Um, you can go Natalia. But who would come out to save her? It just depends on who they're going to push. See, that's... Well, that could be the next thing that's the problem that happens. Oh shit! We didn't even talk about King of the Ring. We gotta give King of the Ring. What's it called? I don't even know who's in King of the Ring. Oh, uh, is it worth talking about? Yes, King of the Ring is King of the Ring. They brought it back, but yeah, sorry. They brought it back before. I know, but yeah, that's when what's his name won. But sorry, I jumped the whole gun. Yeah, Bray Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but whoever I don't know who he'd go up next. I'm not sure who he'd go up next. I think somebody that you're about to push. Uh, you can you have Ricochet. Yeah, you can go Ricochet, Ricochet would be dope. Actually, the Ricochet because even be dope. if even if he squashes Ricochet, but then the Ricochet loses twice because he just lost the whole thing to AJ Styles as well. Uh, yeah, so it kind of ruins his shit. That's true, man. You got to give somebody who you can't kill their push. You can only make them look better by giving him a run, right? You know, and just someone that it could be. Look at his past. Who has he gone up against in different matches? You know what I mean? Like really, I would say the best one he can go for is Roman Reigns but that whole shit is going on with Roman Reigns right now because regardless of Roman Reigns wins or loses it's cool no but you can do that because they have the history because of the tweets yeah, the history, before but, I mean, I the mean, tweets before I think they set that up like I don't think you're gonna st- they hear the last of that like that wasn't just random but, that was planting a seed yeah for I think Roman Reigns is gonna be down yeah down the line because he has this storyline of who done it yeah and then you're not gonna have a right after who done it. Have this guy pop out of nowhere. It depends on stuff to him. Like, it depends on where you're gonna go from that storyline. That storyline might be one and done. Yeah, they might just they might get him um, whoever this new mystery guy. They might get him over with an um, interference for Bray. That could be true. So yeah. we'll see. But they're not connected yet. Not but yet. If done right, we'll connect them. But okay. So um, what's the next one? Um, new tag champs, or should we just? Oh, let's do the King of the Ring. So King of the Ring has already started, which is who's in it. Uh, let me get all the information. Cause I saw that they were doing it, but I didn't really look to see. Who. Like I was doing that casually, of course. Uh, I didn't really check to see who was in it, cause I don't know. I've kind of checked out from the King of the Ring. I was real hyped when it originally started. Over time, it's kind of lost its luster. That's why they got rid of it. Yeah. They tried to bring it back. They had uh, Wade Barrett win it. Yeah, last, Wade Barrett win it last year. Um, but but yeah. that was just kind of weird when he won it. Yeah, they didn't really... I don't know. 
but Flies starting to bug me now. Yeah, it's now your you fault. You brought this fly into our into the life. Like. <laughs> no, okay. So, sorry for the wait. Here's the whole bracket. So the raw bracket was Cesaro against Samoa Joe. Oh, so they're gonna they're gonna end up. Yeah. Okay. So Cesaro versus Mojo. Mojo won that one. Okay. Um, Ricochet versus Drew McIntyre. That's gonna happen this week. Okay. Um, Cedric versus Sami Zayn. Uh, Cedric won that. Really squashing. Miz versus Baron Corbin. That's again next week. Okay. All right. SmackDown bracket: Kevin Owens versus Elias. Kevin Owens lost. Elias won. Okay. Um, Ali versus Buddy Murphy is next week. Chad Gable versus Shelton Benjamin next week. It's going to be a good match. And Apollo Crews versus Andrade. Andrade won. Okay. So, that's pretty much... Who would you like to see? The bracket. So, if we're going to do predictions, who predict all the way or just predict who should win? Who should win? Okay. Who do you have on the Raw side and who do you have on the SmackDown side? I want to see Samojo win it. Samojo. I think you need to keep him strong. Between Ricochet and Drew McIntyre, I see them actually giving it to Drew, so he can go up against Samoa Joe. And then Cedric versus the Miz versus Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin, because he's been off for so long. So Cedric and Baron Corbin beats him. No. Overall, overall, raw. Yeah, I'm trying to see it. I'm trying to. So Cedric against Baron, who would I think would win? I think. Uh, they might give it to Cedric. Just so it could be Samoa Joe against the baby face. But they've been pushing Samoa Joe as a face. They've mm. been putting him up against heels, but he's been acting like a heel. But they're it's like a face. So I like him as a heel, man. It could be, I'd say, Samoa Joe in the end against if they're Baron going, Corbin, and Samoa Joe wins the raw side. If they're going uh, Samoa Joe as a face... I could see him against um, Elias on the SmackDown side. No, because, SmackDown. because remember when they brought Elias out, he was coined as the the biggest accusation acquisition. Yeah. Acquisition, yeah. So I would hope they would keep that going. Ali versus Buddy Murphy, Shelton. Like none of those are gonna go all the way. Chad and Shelton. Apollo Cruz is up. So Andrade or Ali, Buddy Murphy or Elias. I'm going Elias on the SmackDown side. Yeah. So Samoa Joe gets Elias. I think it finishes up on Clash of Champions. Makes sense. 
But yeah, that's the next pay-per-view. Clash of Champions. So yeah, we'll be doing predictions for that soon. Um, we got a whole bunch of other shit, but between Roman Reigns, John Cena, and Bray, there's a lot to talk about lately. Like, yeah. WWE's really doing their thing. Plus, know? plus we're paying catch-up for the past. Two that weeks. too. And then, we gotta talk about NXT. Yeah, we'll talk about that later, but not later today, but probably next week. NXT yeah. being the one going up against AEW. Some shit. It's gonna be interesting. So, yeah. So, that's wrestling. Alright. Alright. So now, we're getting into the movies entertainment portion. Yep. And on that note, fuck Sony. Ah, I'm not that mad at Sony. Biggest Damn. news. Biggest news, biggest news. Damn. Marvel, Disney, and Sony have all parted ways. So, Spider-Man is no longer a part of the MCU. For the moment. For the moment. We yes. know, rotation-wise, every two years, Spider-Man movie. So, let's assume within the next year they can fix it. So, we might get the next one in three years and then they'll be done. Just have one and done. Maybe have them in New Avengers or whatever. But I was watching um, Emergency Awesome. And the way he was explaining it, it was like, they won't be able to mention him. They Sony won't be able to have, like, Happy Hogan and all. Oh, man. It's just... See, the, the, the problem I have with this whole disillusion is you got a good thing going. They do. It's not even like... It's not even like you have to do anything. You have the the property in good hands. I mean, look how long it, it's been since we've had quality Spider-Man movies. It's always the... F- but they might have saved it. Because it's always the first two, then the third one is trash. Yeah, but you're talking about Marvel. Marvel, Marvel doesn't have a bad track record. I mean, I think the last movie that you could say from the MCU that was a dud was probably the second Thor. Right? Yeah, Thor Dark World. And that was seven, eight years ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the earlier movies, they had a few duds. It took it took a, a few movies for them to really... Yeah. Iron Man 2 as well. Iron Man 2 was bad. Iron um, Man 2, Hulk, Incredible Hulk with, um, what's his name? It wasn't bad yeah, actually. That's, that's, it wasn't bad. That's like the one with, what's his name? Uh, Edward Norton. Edward Norton. It wasn't that, that was, bad, but it was bad. That was 08. Yeah, and but that, that was the first one in the storyline. Yeah. True say, that was the one that actually started everything. And set um, things in motion. I mean, the the problem with them separating the two now is... They didn't write it out the right way. Because with the third one, they could have wrote it... Because, truthfully, with the third one, from belief, was that they were going to write it out... You're dead from after the third one's done, Sony takes it. But they based it on like three appearances and not three movies. Or whatever. It's two movies and three appearances. Yeah. So it was supposed to be five things or something like that. And there are five in total. So it was it was Civil War, it was Infinity War, Endgame, and then two the two movies. So I mean but they should have just figured it out for one more movie, like. But in the end, what the issue was? Marvel. Disney. Yeah. I wouldn't even say Marvel. Disney went back to Sony and said, "For the next Spider-Man movie, let's go half." Yeah. yeah. 
don't think that's. And Sony was like, no, uh, we don't want to do that. And then Disney's like, well, if we don't do that, then we're done. And Sony said, then I guess we're done. And that was it. But truthfully, oh no, Disney came back and they're like, okay, how about something like a portion? We'll only take a portion of it, like 25%, not 50 And they're just like, no, <laughs> no, we're not changing this whole deal. The deal also was, when it came to Spider-Man movies, the movies, not appearances, movie-wise, Sony took all the box office, Disney took all the, the merchandise. So my biggest question was, when they offered 50%, were they offering 50% of the merchandise as well to them, or was it just, we keep our merchandise, but we want to split the box office? I don't think there's any... If, if I'm Disney going into negotiations, I don't think that I'm going to ask Sony for 50% of what they get and keep everything that's mine. I don't think Disney would do that. Some people are bold. Some people are bold. Some people are... Because I never... Like, when I see the story or hear the story, I don't hear people say they said they're going to offer 50%. All, all the story says is that they are asking for 50% of the box office, and Sony said no. I think it's really short-sighted of Sony. I mean, if you have if you have a company that's producing your movies and giving you the box office and taking the merch, that to me sounds like a company that's going half and half with you already. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like It's like... It's the same thing. It really is the same thing, if you think about it. Unless they're not making money in merch, which I doubt that. It's the same thing. You get all of this, we get all of this. Now it's like, let's get 50-50 on everything. So what I'm saying, so according to Deadline Sources, the issue is money. Disney reportedly asked that future Spider-Man films be 50-50 co-productions between Disney and Sony instead of the current deal, which is said to give Marvel and Disney 5% of the gross box office revenue. Sony, however, contends that news reports about Kevin Feige's involvement in the franchise have been mischaracterized without calling out Deadline's report specifically. Sony limits the impact to the next live. Well, they're just saying that his role is not big in the whole Spider-Man thing. But, yeah. Um, Spider-Man made a billion at the box office, which translates to more than $50 million for Disney. But not, it's just, not just a billion dollars. It's the highest grossing movie Sony's had. Yep, the most lucrative film Sony's ever made. So, um, Disney appears to feel that it was its stewardship of the franchise and it ties to the MCU films like Endgame. Because truthfully, if not for Black Panther, Endgame, no, before Endgame, Infinity War, Endgame, that's when like Black Panther is when the Billy started. Yeah. Billy, Billy, Billy. So Spider Man was meant. Spider Man was gonna make a billion, regardless. Because of what the MCU already did, so should you weren't doing it with Andrew Garfield, not even close. You weren't doing it with uh, uh, what's the first one? What's the, uh, what was his name? Um, Toby, Toby McGuire. Toby McGuire. I mean, you basically had a company give value back to one of your most um, prized possessions. Like, Spider-Man fell off. They they pretty much put Spider-Man back 
into good graces and got people back caring about the, the character again like that. And that's because you have the shared universe. Right. You know what I'm saying? You have all these supplemental things you could do with the character. You got, you have Robert Downey Jr. in the Homecoming. You have Nick Fury in the second one. You have all these things. You have the right pieces. You have the right formula. My my guess is this. This is what I think. I think Sony's saying, well, we already got the value back in the property, and we're already planning this uh, Venomverse. Venomverse. And we have the Spider-Verse. And plus, if you go back to the Andrew Garfield or even back to Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, they've always wanted to push a Sinister, sinister Six. So... Now. Pretty much they have four of them. Now, here's the thing. Do you think you can do it better than the MCU? Because let's they keep it funky. Let's keep it funky. From the article of Venom, Venom's, the, the the popular opinion was Venom wasn't as great as it could have been. No, that's true. So, yeah. I mean, this is why you wanted Spider-Man in the MCU in the first place. So why not keep it going and keep that money rolling? I don't understand it. It says, according to Deadline's report, Sony apparently feels the combined creative team of director John Watts, who helmed both of the, mo- the, the movies, the Spider-Man ones, actor Tom Holland, and producer Amy Pascal, will be enough to keep the Spider-Man franchise momentum going for future films. So truly, the way I look at this, Sony went to Disney and said, we're going to use you to build up our character. And bring him back home. And then bring him back home and just use that, what you built up, to keep pushing this. Now, question is, did that work? Will that work? I doubt it. Because it's, it's with more Venom. Than, it's more than just. Sorry, I got to show. Spider Man Homecoming, Spider Man Far From Home, ideas of the next one, Spider Man Homeless. <laughs> that was from Tom Holland. It says. <laughs> it's um, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Tom Holland. But real shit, like I don't know, like they they could be fucking up their last payday. They're they're really gambling. On so by the time I don't know, it could go down by that time because the next Spider-Man movie it was supposed to come back in about two years, we'll say. Yeah. So let's say they try to push it earlier in a year where it has nothing to do with the MCU. All those people who are pushing the MCU, knowing that. There, there might not be a sign of basics. Happy Hogan, Nick Fury, um, any of the new characters that they show. You know that it's going to be no crossover. You might not go see it. A lot of people I'm not, will not go see it. Me personally, I'm not interested in that. Because it's like, like you, you, set up, you set up something so great with Far From Home going forward. Yeah. With everything that they put in place. And now you're going to take that away and put him into the Venomverse, which... But even I don't know look if it's going to be that great. All the movies that came outside of the MCU while the MCU was running. Yeah. All the X-Men's, which were better X-Men's, still didn't make as close to, yeah. I say, as much as the lowest the critical selling MCU movie. Venom the only thing didn't they, make nothing. The only thing they did right as far as critical acclaim goes was Logan in the past one. And think about it, Not even that. Deadpool 2. Dead, not Deadpool number 2, but Deadpool. No. Deadpool as one was a hit, Deadpool, but at the same yeah. time, if you look, the money will never match the money that they're making over For there. For an R-rated movie, uh, Deadpool did exceedingly, they had, it exceeded expectations. Watch what Disney does with that. 
Because it's yeah. still going to be R-rated at Disney. And it's going to be on Hulu. It's still going to be R-rated. So, on Hulu, that, that was another question. It's going to stream on Hulu. Yeah, after yeah. it's after, released after in theaters. Released. Yeah, yeah. So let's see what Deadpool as an R-rated movie does in the theaters. And how you can link him to other characters that are just as, as raunchy. Yeah. Like, no, no, but like Deadpool, they did show that MCU push where it was like Deadpool got to mess with the X-Men. So people were like, yo, there's crossover here. Yeah. So with Deadpool, it was good to push. With Logan, it was just such a good character and Hugh Jackman was such a good actor. Like Putting them together was just perfect. And that storyline is perfect. It had people crying over Professor X dying, like yeah. Had people crying when Logan, Logan died, yeah. and this is a superhero movie, like it's it's a shame that, like I said, I think it's really short sighted mm-hmm. of Sony. I mean, because let's say you do well with Spider Man on Sony, you're not going to do as well as you did in the MCU, you're not gonna and you're not going to and you're not going to do that over the course of the next three films. At all. You know what I'm saying? Because because Spider Man is going to be and it's like in, he's going to be making appearances in another Avengers. Imagine secret. You can't do him in Secret Wars now. You can't do him in you anything. And it's like, it's like they yanked him out the story, like out the thing. You know what I mean? It wasn't like gradually after the third one, it showed into something. He went into he went into a portal at the end, and he ends up in the Venomverse. Yeah. And that's just them saying, "Take that. You gotta. You do gotta, that. You now have to make sense." Of where Spider where Spider Man is, where he goes next. When you already had a vehicle pushing him for the next like Sony, five films, you could. Sony done. can't even mention Iron Man, and that was like pretty much Far From Home. It was the first. It was, <laughs> it was both of them. <laughs> you know homecoming. what I mean? He was so involved in Homecoming, and even with him not there, I mean the the glasses was called. Um, um, uh, I know what it is too. It's like even without Tony, or even when gone. I'm still king or something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. But I know exactly. But yeah, they just they just really. I mean, you really pumped the brakes on something that was going to make you a lot of money, and you didn't have to do anything to do it. Not a thing. You didn't have to write anything. They didn't have to produce it. Marvel's producing. Marvel all, was saying all they had to do was put money behind it, and Marvel's pretty much saying, "Let us give fifty percent of that money. Let us give you fifty percent of that money." We'll get this done. Was Sony paying for those films? Yes, yes. Everything was 100% them. So that's why they're like, let us 50-50 co-produce it now. You know what I mean? Instead of you guys. And they, Sony got final say as well. On final just, say on computer and, control. And just so imagine, like, just imagine if, if they were like, I mean, because you're thinking about crossover. Just imagine if it was like, all right, this is what we're doing in the next film. Let us use that property too. Because we can boost that up. We can boost that up now in this going exactly. forward Sinister Six all this bring this person in bring that and now you're just you're collecting more you're, you're, money. you're, you're producing you're more is, you're giving they them do more all projects the work. they do everything you're for giving you. them more projects with more of the content that they have that they're not going to use or can't do as good as Marvel that's why I said it's short sighted stupid so but again Spider-Man movie doesn't come every until every two years so Hopefully within the next year they figure it out, and within that we get uh, MCU Spider-Man in that two years. So within three years, uh, MCU Spider-Man. Even if it's one more, or just so they can finish it off and let them go, because. Uh, but that's the thing. I don't think you want to do one more. I mean, Tom Holland is still pretty young. Yeah. You want to get the most out of him. 
Because think about it. Kevin Feige really wanted Spider-Man to be the next Tony Stark. The whole, yeah, the whole, the whole setup home is that was he's he the was next meant to be like pretty much the leader of the MCU. <laughs> you might have even gotten a cameo of Spider-Man in the next um, Black Panther because of his connection to Shuri. It's true. Young sure. Avengers. Young Avengers. That's the whole thing. Like, they would have. So much, man. So much. But I think also it probably hurts them in like an Infinity War or Infinity Endgame or Civil War that they don't get none of that money. That they don't even get a touch of that. It's like you put an appearance in there and you start throwing out toys of that character which we own. But because you put it in your movie and the deal is for Spider Man movies, we don't get none of the money. really disheartening man. I hope they I hope they rectify things I hope they go back to the table at some point hopefully in the next couple of months they do it because you're talking about That's having to, you're talking about having to lock something down and then, and start then be able to start production and then be able to and then connect it into the MCU edit it but they must then, have their idea of how they want to connect it in there Kevin Feige must have yeah, his time, idea but time is rolling now the yeah. more time that you you waste it's, on this. This is the worst time to do it because it's the moment they start or announcing what's next. And all yeah. of a sudden you're like, oh, well, not Spider-Man. And speaking of, well, actually, in Emergency Awesome, they're talking about how, you notice how Kevin Feige didn't mention Spider-Man, Spider-Man then because yeah. he knew there was that argument going on in the background. Now, D23 is coming up this weekend and Marvel's got another panel. So, we don't know what they're going to announce. Guardians, obviously. Well, they may not. They may not announce Phase Five. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But they do have a panel. I say I, I say Guardians because we know Guardians is is, is already in. It's locked it's, in. You know? It's back. Now. It's locked in. It's back so we know. Now. So I figured they'll say like, okay, expect the Guardians around this time. Um, what else did they mention? The mutants, Fantastic Four. So they might say we have plans for these, but not give dates. Yeah. Um, or they could expound on. Exactly. Um, they could give more Mo- information on the to TV shows. Yeah. So they have a lot that they can give. Like Sony's gonna learn that Spider Man, even though they were pushing him as such a big character because he is a big character in Marvel. You gotta understand that they started this with a character that wasn't a big character in Marvel. Iron Man yeah. wasn't a big character. Iron yeah. Man was like that book that you you didn't want to read. You just like Tony Stark's because he was a player. Like he was play. He had money. You just throw that shit around. Yeah. But storyline wise, he was born as fuck. Like his comic books were born as fuck. It wasn't Spider Man comics. It wasn't um, Hulk comics. It wasn't X Men comics. And, and they've done that throughout the course of the past twelve years. And they did that with Thor too. Yep. When I say Thor is a boring ass comic book, like when I say I've never picked up a Thor comic book, I saw the movie, and then these new comics were crazy. Like the next case, Thor four is supposed to have the God Butcher. Yes. The God Butcher. I, I'm going to have to give you these comic books so you can read them. Because the God Butcher, bro. So he's a guy on his planet who's like... He's there to kill the gods. But the re- his reasoning is like... He's on his planet and he's suffering. Like, he's like... Yes. They're praying, praying. They're praying. They're praying. Nothing. 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 And then one day they see... He finds two gods land on the out. planet. And they're fighting. And he's like, this way not answering our prayers? You guys too busy fighting? You're not even worried about us? And the analogy. Yo, if you look at the analogy to it. Killed that. Oh, the job. No, I'm just saying, like, if you think about it, that's how a lot of people feel. Yeah. 
100%. 100%. So then the man was like, you know what? He got into, I forget how he got the sword, but it was called the Necro Sword, which was like something that gave him power and was able to let him kill gods. So this man was going world to world to world, butchering, 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 to the point where in the comic books they have today Thor, um, past Thor, where he's like, we know he's over 100, but we'll say over a thousand. In hours, he'd be in his twenties. Yeah. In present Thor, he'd be about early forties. And then future Thor, which is like God Thor, like he's Odin Thor. Yeah. So he's like in his sixties, seventies. Yeah. So three of them together have to fight, fight the God Butcher and get rid of him. Like, and, you have, and you have Jane Foster in this new one. Yeah. So I think she's gonna be one of the Thors. They're gonna work that out. I'm not sure how they're gonna work that out, but they'll figure it out. Now they have time travel and all that shit, so they can get her. Uh, he's got to get Milner, back. Yeah, so that's gonna be another thing. And I heard that the, he might be, he might not be worthy in this one. Yeah, for Milner, and that's why. So the reason why there's a Jane Foster Thor is she was worthy. Yeah. So what happened is he got into a fight with what's it called? There was something going on with Nick Fury. Nick Fury like grabs him and whispers and says, and Thor had to sit back and think about it. And he was like, "Shit, I'm not." So when he went to go pick up Milner stayed there he was like fuck so then that's where he gets like Stormbreaker and all that shit and he gets his own well in the comic books he didn't get Stormbreaker he has like this freaking axe that he's carrying around now running around and then one day somebody picks it up and then the whole storyline is they don't know who she is so they show Jane Foster she's going through cancer yeah and then they show this Thor and then they finally put two and two together and it's Jane Foster and she ends up dying but now she's back again. But and uh, supposedly uh, Beta Ray Bill. That's what I think. So appearance. instead of the three Thors, they're gonna have MCU Thor, Beta Ray Bill, Jane Foster, Jane Foster, yeah. three Thors, but not, similar to the comic, but not the comic book. But, yeah. And that way they don't have to explain or have three different Helms. How many brothers are there? Helmsworth. Is it three? I know there's Liam. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's another one. I don't know if he's an actor, though. Three. That would be kind of dope if they used all three of them. They, like, aged one of them and then made one, like, the younger one stay young. And then have him in the middle. And they're like, yo, look at them. We're like, I see it in your eyes. Like, bro, you guys all look alike. But that'd be dope. Could be. But, yeah, so back to Marvel Sony. Say it. Fuck Sony. So that's 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 my final word. I hope they get shit together because it's gonna take a minute before we see the X Men. So it it takes a long time for these things to really develop, and the yeah. longer they take, um, Marvel's gonna have to look to a new flagship because yeah. truly Spider Man was meant to be their flagship, and yeah. if they take him away, that's not there anymore. So they're gonna have to figure that shit out. Well, like you said, they've taken characters before that people never. Or you got guys that people were into that we haven't seen yet, i.e. Adam Warlock, Nova. I was going to say, the one that could take his place just based off of, I think it was the Spider-Man cartoon. Spider-Man cartoon had, well, Fantastic Four is going to take time, but Johnny Storm is going to be a hit. And it had Iceman. Yeah, sorry, it was Ultimate Universe, not cartoon, but it was Iceman, Johnny Storm, Spider-Man, Nova. Nova's that age range. So they could 
grab somebody from the MCU the same age as Peter Parker do the whole storyline especially with the whole thing with um, um, what did he do? Thanos he destroyed the whole fucking planet so they're gonna be looking for new Nova Corps people so this is the time to start up a new Nova push him and then the rest will just it'll run itself yeah not to mention Namor no that's Black Panther 2 I can't wait for Black Panther 2 yeah he's not gonna be a, a hero though he's not gonna start off again Whew. he's still not a fucking hero Namor one thing in mind Atlantis if it fucks with Atlantis you're done that's it that's it so if you come through and you're fucking with Atlantis you're done if you're doing anything that is against Atlantis or the interests of Atlantis that's all he cares for yeah. so he'll side with anybody he sided with Magneto he sided with Cyclops he sided with anybody as long as it's in the best interest of Atlantis so he's he's a wild card but yeah that's movies that's movies uh, we didn't even get into Dave Chappelle he's Not got even. a Netflix uh, special next week is it? 26th we'll do that on random because I, I don't know much and we don't have that for random but yeah so that is entertainment. We're going to go on live just now. At Shot Club Podcast on IG. And of course, shotclubpodcast.com. The face uh, book. Face the book. And yeah, let's get it popping. Um, our podcast was heard 150 times last month. Mm-hmm. I like that. Get the numbers up. Like, share, comment, subscribe, and the bell to stay Ooh. notified. Cabby. Cabby got us 20. Okay. 20 plays like this is starting 26 on the episode 21 23 I think the first one we were yeah we gotta get back to these numbers 79 plays on episode 1 yeah Yeah. we're getting there yeah we're getting them up that's what we do man we appreciate the support Uh, and we need to get into these shot club versus everybody joints because we just had a dope episode uh, with Mike Bamboo and Ox 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 God Ox God Oh yeah. God! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was cool, man. Got up early, got to run in. Who's here? What up, Lo? Lo, what's happening? But yeah. Oh, today, what do we have to talk about? Oh, what up, Renee? Renee, what's happening? Uh, today, what are we gonna? Oh, what up, Jess? Uh, we're gonna talk about what today? Oh, Chappelle has a new. Chappelle's a new uh, stand-up okay. on the 26th on Netflix. On Netflix? Yep. Did you see a commercial for this? Yep. Narrated by uh, the one and only Morgan Freeman. Uh, it's hilarious. The real Morgan Freeman or... Yeah. No, actually. The Morgan. Dave Chappelle Morgan Freeman. I think it is Morgan Freeman. It sounds like it. it sounds exactly like it. And Dave Chappelle does a good Morgan Freeman. He but does, sounds, that's why I was like, but it sounds which exactly one is like it? Him. Danny, what's up? What up, Danny? What up, Tatiana? What up, Dom? Yeah, we just talking about... Um, did you guys hear about the new Dave Chappelle? About supposed to come out? You said the 26th, next week? Yeah. What do you expect from it? Do you still expect Dave to be funny? Uh yeah, I do. I do, and um, and not just him. He's not the only one. Um, Eddie Murphy signed up to do one. So a new stand up. Yep. Okay, because I was actually thinking about his new movie that's coming out, Dolomite. 
Uh, or my name is Dolomite. I saw the trailer. Not a fan. Seriously? Yeah, and I was looking forward to it because I heard about it. Um, the the problem. What up, Danny? The problem I have with it is Eddie Murphy, and Eddie Murphy's really good with voices. Dolomite or Rudy Raymore, who's who played Dolomite, yeah. has a very distinct voice. It's uh, not like you okay. could just play the character. Like you kind of have to do the voice, and he didn't do the voice of Rudy Raymore trailer that I saw, so I'm kind of like, nah, it doesn't, you know, it's kind of like if, it's kind of like if Jamie Foxx didn't do Ray Charles' voice to me, because Ray Charles has his own voice, it's very distinctive. Then he said he had to come through, say hey, a couple of handsome faces, thank you sir, but he's got to go, good night boys, yes sir, from me looking at that trailer though, I was like, I was excited just to see that Eddie Murphy's back and it's a rated R movie because oh yeah Eddie Murphy hasn't been doing rated R movies for the longest he's always been trying to do child friendly other than Norbit and Norbit was fucking hilarious um, actually it makes me have a full question but continue he's also doing um, the new uh, Coming to America yes Coming to America too and uh, sorry He's coming out to work, eh? Nah, he just did not either. No? Why not? Tiffany Haddish. Sorry, not a fan. You know what? Me too. I don't think... She has a new... Actually, talk about stand-up. She has a new stand-up that's on Netflix, and I have no inkling to even watch it. Yeah. Like, I don't really care for her. What up, Kristen? What up, Kristen? Well, oh, Kristen, Kristen. Two minutes, one time. My, should go play the lotto. What my, up, Ariel? My thing with sequels is... If it doesn't make sense, like, like, where do you really go? Do you really care after the first one's finished? Do you want to see it again? Or do you just like the idea of it being back in the theaters? Because me personally, I think... It depends the storyline to me. I think you've completed the story. Like, where do you go now? So, now it's about his kid. You know what I mean? It's something like, I thought about this. You know how they're bringing back a bunch of old TV shows like Full House, Fuller House, shit like that? Yeah. To me, I'm like, they should bring back the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but change it. Where it's Carlton's son that looks up to Will. But Will is super responsible now, you know what I mean? But it's focused on the kid, not the Carlton and Will. Yeah. So I'm like, depending on how you flip it, it could make sense. It just depends on the audience you're going for, because like... If you're if you're doing the Fresh Prince again, are you going for the audience that loved it in the first place? Do you want the nostalgia factor, or are you going for a new audience? And if you are, does it have to be the Fresh Prince? If you're going for a new audience, but in this way, it's kind of like the parents that have already showed their kids Fresh Prince. So this is a way to grab the parents for the nostalgia factor but a new kid that the kids can relate to so they grew up with this kid here you know what I mean so it's something that a parent and a kid can grow up with because even though they both know these two and the parent grew up with those two they can both grow up with this kid here type thing I don't know it all depends on how it's written all how it's written I personally don't I don't really care for the next coming to America I think I think with certain stories they're good where you ended them right and I think it's just overkill. Like certain people, like people get excited when they hear, "Oh, they're making a new this or a new that." 
but it's like what are you really gonna do with it like I think the only one that I've been interested in is last Friday and that's because we know this is the this is it this is yeah. the culmination of it this is the last one you're gonna bring in everybody that was a part of it up until that point and you're gonna end it and with Friday itself it didn't really have an ending like right. coming to America was he comes to America sows his royal oats he's supposed to go back home instead he finds his wife to get married boom yeah. the story's done like to me it's like I, I don't I have no interest in seeing anything else past that but that's me I don't know but yeah the new two Eddie Murphy movies as much as I like to see Eddie back I'm not really interested I'm more interested in seeing a stand up do you think his stand up will be good though yes absolutely I don't have any I don't have any um, concern or worry about that one do you when you think of a new stand up do you think will it be comparable to Delirious or you just keep it on its own me I'm not thinking of comparing it to anything he's done in the past because I think the climate in that we live in right now as far as social media as far as politics as far as race relations um, we've seen everybody do something on it now it's time to see somebody who's top five dead or alive their take on it right and that's why I always like seeing Chappelle come back because we would usually get Chappelle taking on these issues in a show yeah, yeah so you yeah, get yeah. episode after episode and he can break down certain things we're not getting that so we're gonna have an hour stand up and usually once they go to TV or movies or whatever I'm not sure about a lot of them but you don't really see maybe black comedians they don't go back to the stage they continue here well they do like a Kevin like well Kevin Hart they does do. you just you just may not see a special on it like Chris Rock goes back every so often and okay. does clubs you know um, uh, what's his name Kevin Hart does his Kevin, arena tour Kevin Hart still does his um, but there's guys that go back to the small clubs yeah like the, the guys you think would not That's go thing, back into how's the, that gonna work like as soon as Eddie gets into that small club everybody's gonna know oh you know dude, Dave, Dave did the same thing when he came back from Africa and all that stuff like years later of course um, but he would do this is when like YouTube was like really starting to bubble and yeah. people were like oh Dave Chappelle was at this small club in New York or North Carolina or whatever and it was like a legend unless you saw it or you saw the clip true so I can't wait to hear what Eddie Murphy has to say on you know race relations of today I want to hear his take I wonder if he'll give us stories like Charlie did like almost like well not stories like Charlie did but give us a Charlie story like the best Charlie story type thing just if know? he did if he did his version of see true Hollywood stories that would be dope that'd be a good look to Charlie too like that's crazy that Charlie's yeah. gone it's still weird to me yeah that'd be a dope dedication to him. you know he said he said like a quick tweet like we lost my brother but what up Cody true Hollywood hell yeah exactly that shit right there like yeah. I mean cause all we've really heard was he liked what Dave did but to hear him no did you see the you know when they gave um, Eddie Murphy that Mark Twain award 
Yeah. Did you see the clip of that? And he did the impression of Charlie. Yeah. yeah. And definitely R.I.P. Yeah, right? Yeah. But um, even even him, like he did the, in that one, he did the impression of Bill Cosby. But to hear him talk about Bill Cosby now would be dope. Him doing like a five-minute. Because he did a little, like, it was like, we'll say about two or three minutes of Bill Cosby. Yeah. And it's just the fact he was like, because to him, it's just like, Bill Cosby ripped on me. Yeah. Where did I see that? It was like in an interview, and he was talking about Bill Cosby, and he was just like, yo. What up, Trio? Oh, it was, um. He was just mad. He was like, yo, the way he talked to me, he never talked to anybody else. It was out the blue. It felt like. Not true. Not true. Um, D.L. Hughley. You ever seen D.L. Hughley's uh, Vlad interviews? No. Okay. I don't think I saw that one. So, D.L. Hughley. Who's that? Trio. Trio, what's up? Um, so, D.L. Hughley was talking about how. Um, They were talking. There was a, a station that um, Dio Hughley was doing a show on, a radio station, and I think he ended up talking about Bill Cosby mm, or okay. something like that. And Bill Cosby called in. No, sorry, Bill Cosby was talking to um, Dio Hughley's co-host, okay, or something like that. And Bill Cosby started saying, "Oh, I don't like D.L. Hughley. I don't like his um, his form of comedy." Right. And D.L. Hughley chimed in, and he was like, uh, "Well, sorry that you don't like my comedy, but never, no one's ever um, woken up the next day with their panties on backwards." And this was in like the '90s. This is like late '90s or something like that. And Bill Cosby said. Um, I think he called the producer or something and said this better no no it was on air he said this isn't gonna be on the air or this isn't gonna be because yeah, yeah, I yeah. think this is pre-recorded yeah 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 he said this isn't gonna make it to air and D.L. Hughley was like like hell it's not and then five minutes later D.L. was like oh they're coming to take the tapes so you know what I'm saying like Bill Cosby was hating back then because he didn't like Def Comedy Jam so. Apparently he was trying to get them shut down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, man. Like, I can't remember what interview, but Eddie was talking about like there was like a jealousy. He can feel it off of Bill Cosby. Like just the way he was going at him. He was like, nah. Well, which Especially one at that time? Which one was it, Delirious or or Raw? Where he was doing the impression of Bill Cosby, and then he said he called up. Um, that was Raw because it was after Delirious got so big. He called up. That's when um, Bill Cosby called him. And he was like, the fuck? He was like, what the fuck would you come to me with this? Like, And he heard Bill Cosby want to talk to him. He was like, yo, like, this is dope. Like, Bill Cosby wants to talk to me. Cool. Yeah. And then he just started berating him. It was like, fuck. It just, it just killed his vibe. Like, don't meet your hero shit. Well, he said um, after that he called... Um, One of the greatest too. Not Richard. Richard Pryor. He called Richard Pryor. He told Richard Pryor. Richard yes, Pryor, yes, yes. <laughs> Richard Pryor was, was saying like, "You get paid for what you do." All right, we'll tell him. He said, "Fuck off." Exactly. Type of thing. So. Exactly. Yes, yes. He did say that. Yeah. But it's real, like. But D.L. Hughley made a great point. He was like, "Bill Cosby is the kind of type of person that says, unless you're doing comedy the way I'm doing it, I disapprove of it." 
type of thing. And he's always he's, he's always, always looked down on the generation after him. Well, that's why he had that issue with Lisa Bonet. Yeah. Like, actually, not even and Lisa she Bonet. She wasn't the only one. Uh, who was the other one? There was Lisa Bonet, though. No, Lisa Bonet, but, but there is, um, um, I think, Malcolm, Malcolm Jamal Warner. He did something to him because he didn't follow exactly what he wanted him to do. Kenny, what's what up? up, Kenny? He didn't really follow exactly what he wanted him to do, so... Uh, Tamela Jones, same thing. Uh, she did, I think it was Booty Call. And he had, he, he saw her somewhere, and he was just kind of like, you know, I don't like you, you doing that type of movie or whatever. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, the whole big one was Lisa Bonet. Lisa Bonet's like, I'm not having your shit, bro. Well, she got pregnant. And he, but it started and be before that. Like, I saw, they wait. said before that, she was told, Yo, I'm going to give you a bigger thing. I'm going to give you, like, a living color to a living world. Just don't different fucking world, get yeah. pregnant. A different world. She, like, just don't, he's like, don't get pregnant. Well, the thing was, when she did get pregnant, I think it was Debbie Allen, if I'm not mistaken, um, who was producing it at the time, yep. said, you know, Lisa came to her, they spoke, and she's like, look, she's pregnant. Yep. But we can work this into the show and we can tackle the issue because she's not the only one going through this and it's perfect for that type of show because it's college you know there's plenty of college girls get pregnant whatever yeah. you can talk about that and Bill Cosby's response was in classic Bill Cosby form she's pregnant her character isn't so <laughs> you know like exactly he's always been a hater man which is weird for what he got caught with it's not first weird. and foremost drugs and then sexual assault. rape sexual assault like like you expect Bill Cosby to be the one to be like here's a virgin daiquiri like you know what I mean like not even that like would you like a drink yes what would you like to drink make sure you don't drink too much though you need a ride to get home like you think like he's doing that nah man man's a greaseball like But yeah, back to how we got to Bill Cosby. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. He's going to have a new... But think about that. I don't know if As a stand-up, does it, even... Yeah. Talking about Bill Cosby is like... It kind of would be like kicking a man when he's down. Eddie Murphy talks about Bill Cosby in his next special. Just the thing that mo- was mostly everybody wanted ever since freaking Delirious. Like, people forget there's Raw just because the lyrics were so good. Even even when he did um, the Saturday Night Live reunion, uh, they wanted him to talk about Bill Cosby, and I think he turned that request down, and he just did a regular monologue. Like, but I wouldn't be surprised if he talked about R. Kelly. I wouldn't be surprised if Dave Chappelle talked about uh, R. Kelly. I expect Dave Chappelle to talk about R. Kelly. Consistent. He's been on his neck. Like Dave's been on his neck. Dave does not care about R. Kelly. Dave Chappelle will Dave, bring up R. Kelly Dave as Chappelle, R. Kelly should deserve. Dave Chappelle did uh, well. That's good. But like he talked about OJ in one of his specials on the four different times he met him. So, yo, that joke, the way that he played it all the way through the thing, yeah. as a fucking Roman Reigns storyline. It was, yo, I was like... Dude. And the last one was like an encore kind of like thing. Exactly, like he was on top. What up, cuz? Yeah, what's up? But yeah, man. Nah, man. 
He was. He did his thing. What up, Mish? Over here. But yeah. So, shit, I had it. Oh, talk about Eddie Murphy. What is your favorite Eddie Murphy movie? What is your favorite Eddie Murphy movie? Hmm. We have choices. Like, if we go back, what's like one of the first ones? Was it Beverly Hills Cop? Then that's a trilogy, right? All right. I'm gonna say it wrong. The last forty years. 40, 48 hours. 48 hours. That's uh, two. That's two or three. Two. All right. Then all the fucking nutty professor shit. Norbit. Norbit has a place in my heart. It's not my favorite, but that shit was funny. Like his, how you doing? I was like, yo, he did it so perfect. I'm like, nah, I need. If, if I'm gonna go my personal favorite I'm not gonna say the best but my personal favorite to you Nutty Professor number one okay that was a big I mean, ass movie I mean, you, and a good ass movie you, you, you got I think I think it was to me it was like the perfect medium you know it wasn't it wasn't the explicit Eddie yes it wasn't too fluffy I think and, and then you know, he did the multiple characters, and he did them well. All of them well. Oh man, he did them so well. People like Marlon tried to do it. I don't even want to watch that movie. Sex Tuplets. David watched it. Did he? Yeah, you can get his review. I guess he watched it the other day. Yo, we need everybody I don't, I don't to hit up hearing. David Solomon and tell him to make a "You're So Dumb." About six tuplets. I'll I'll say this: if you know David's laugh, he'll laugh when something's funny. I don't remember him laughing much uh, during that. Best way to keep David quiet: show him the movie Six Tuplets. He will not make a sound. I've never watched it. I don't know if I want. Shout to. out to Marlon, man. To. Marlon's working though. I like I'm the fact that, that he's him. he's but independent. His TV show, his TV show is dope. He's independent. He's doing everything himself. Um, and he's making his money. I give him props for that. But he has a wicked Netflix deal. Artistically, he just doesn't go for me. He just the TV show works for him because he took like bits from Fresh Prince and bits from Martin and just smashed it up with his comedy. So like his TV show really storyline is like let's say the first twenty minutes, mm-hmm. and then the next eight minutes is him wilding out. So. 20 minutes then there's something that happens where he does like this Marlin like there's one where they're talking about you be like they're doing relationship uh, relationship freaking therapy and they're like role play you be her and she'll be you type thing so she does he did his for like 8 minutes running around acting like he was on a plane closing the door opening the door, you know what I mean like he did a full thing but it, that's like that moment Marlin like every time he's done he's sweating so I'm like those are the Marlin moments but getting up to there he tells like a story and even after that it ends into still the story so I'm like his show is good but yeah and you know what's funny to, to segue I kind of um, I was I was talking to somebody about um, 
old movies that I liked, and one of them was Major Pain. Ooh. And I was like, I was like, oh, you gotta watch Major Pain, you gotta watch Major Pain. And then uh, we watched Major Pain, and it did not age well at all. Really? It's. Uh, it, I know uh, what you're thinking. Nah, I know what I you're watch thinking. Ma- you know what? We're gonna do that. So, we're gonna do another like type of show. You're gonna see it. We're gonna base it off of Major Pain. We can call it Did It Age Well. It doesn't matter what the show's called. Age well at all. I, it was oh, one of my favorite movies. But the vintage show. Remember I was telling you I want to do the vintage show where we're talking about like movies and did it age well. Like yeah. now we watch it now, like Yeah. Like the sex jokes, the freaking everything. Did it you know? Yeah. So Major sorry, Pain will sorry, be the first sorry one. Sorry to say, if you want to put money on it, okay. we could do that. Cause, uh, so we'll do that one. Jeff, what's up? Spade, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, spade. Um, but yeah, major pain. We're gonna do that. Did it age well? Something in that vein. Go watch it on your own. That's I'm going to watch it. No, we're gonna watch it. No, I want you to watch it. I'm gonna it watch it by myself. Yes, I'm gonna watch it on my own. I'm gonna figure out what I think about it. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna figure out uh, when you're gonna invite me. For- Yo, we do gotta get on the shot clip though. Yeah, actually, we still uh, November, bro. We still got space in November. Yeah. We'll hit you about, uh, about November because we still got dates there. I think that's yeah, the yeah, yeah, last yeah. dates we have. Yeah, yeah, to close out. Close out a bank, so that'd be perfect. So, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah we're going to hit you up for November. I'm going to link you after this. But, yeah, what's it called? Oh, and please let us know if you got something dropping soon because I'd love to hear some new shit by you. You know? We worked that in, too. Listening to True Lies the other day, man. So, that's one of my favorite joints. Cartel and classic joints, you know. Oh, East, the album. They respect in the East. Uh, the album, Go Citizen Chris. Kane, Cartel yeah, yeah, yeah. Underground Classics, unreleased classics. So, yeah, man. But that's our time. But yeah. All right. So that's another episode of Casual Fan. Um, plugs. Um, this I have to plug. Mike Bamboo. Oxcord God. No, Ox God. Ox God. Sorry. <laughs> but it, the Ox Chord is a part of the show. Yes, yes. Uh, yes. A, a part of the game. Ox God. Um, do you have the website? Oxgodgames.com? Yeah, Ox God. A U X God Game.com. It's a wicked game. Very, Amazing very wicked game. game. Big up. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Dope game. Um, no, we're going to do a round of I'm, I'm putting this out there. Shot, Shot Club, Club versus everybody. everybody. Yeah. We'll be playing Ox God um, against another crew. Um, I might be playing it this weekend with some friends because we got a... Uh, David a stole it back. Yeah. So... He stole it. And we, we played it on the... We played like two rounds? Yeah, we did two rounds. Two rounds on the show. If you go show. on shotclubpodcast.com, you watch that last episode with... Like, share, comment, subscribe. Mike Bamboo. You'll see it there. We played a round. We played two rounds there. Yeah, and it was got intense. Shit is fun. Shit is fun. It's yeah. fun game. Fun game. So shout out to Mike Bamboo, and um, yeah, this Sunday we got Roddy Rock coming through. Yep. Um, seven p.m. Seven p.m. We will be going live and um, shotclubpodcast.com. Like, share, comment, subscribe, hit the bell to stay notified. Let's get the numbers up, man. We appreciate you guys always for the support. And uh, yeah, don't forget fan. follow us shotclubpodcast. I mean shotclubpodcast. On IG. everything, IG, Twitter, all that shit. Alright, though. Bless up.